are listening to TBD with Tegan and Lee. Woo! Okay, so today is uh, we're just gonna have a little conversation about realist versus idealist. Is that right? That's yeah. That's why I just said it. All right. Give, <laughs> give us a little your little spiel about it. Okay, so idealists are people who always look on the bright side i don't know if you've been listening to our our little you know humble little podcast for that long but if you've listened you probably have gotten the uh the picture that uh our fair tegan is wait is an idealist he likes to look on the bright side of everything if there's a ray of sunshine then the whole room is illuminated i on the other hand would say that i am a, a realist and when confronted with a dark room with a single beam of sunlight, I'm like, this room is dark. Interesting. Interesting. And, Why is that? Um, just because I'd rather stay, I'd rather, you know, err on the side of what's actually happening rather than projecting and saying, oh, it's going to get brighter because I don't know that. And I'd rather be happily surprised that. Um, it didn't just stay the way I wanted it rather than saying, oh my gosh, everything's going to be good. Everything's going to be fine. And then be disappointed when it's not. Okay. Yeah. Does that stem from something when you were younger? Mm, I don't know. Probably. They say everything does, right? <laughs> yeah. I was trying to be a psychiatrist. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> but it might, uh, well, I don't know. Maybe you grew a little, de- little in depth with that. But um, I do have uh, a little video if you, or uh, audio um about this um you don't necessarily have to agree with it but i think it's kind of interesting and here we go the optimist will say that this glass is half full while the pessimist proclaims it's half empty of course others may suggest that it's completely full of all the atoms that make up water and air Others still might remind you that atoms are 99.99% empty space, making the glass mostly nothing. But in all seriousness, can science explain your emotional perspective and outlook on life? It turns out it may not be in your control. Research has shown that those with too long alleles on specific genes controlling for serotonin are more likely to focus on positive images, like someone enjoying ice cream, compared to those with a short allele on the same gene who are more likely to focus on negative images, like someone being robbed. Variation in the oxytocin receptor gene can also affect your outlook. Individuals with two copies of guanine are noted to be more optimistic with higher self-esteem, while those with copies of adenine were less positive. So it seems that people may be genetically susceptible to pessimism. Interestingly, optimists are less likely to be rehospitalized after coronary artery bypass surgery, show higher academic achievements, and even better socioeconomic status. But it's not all good. They can overestimate their abilities and underestimate risk. Pessimists, on the other hand, have a more realistic view of the world, are more cautious when planning for the future, and may even live longer. A landmark study spanning 20 years found that pessimists use a cautious approach to their finances and health, avoiding risky behaviors such as smoking and excessive drinking, ultimately giving them the last laugh literally over optimists. But statistically, most of us are hardwired to lean towards optimism. Known as the optimism bias and found in around 80% of the population, we tend to overestimate the probability of positive events occurring in the future while grossly underestimating the probability of negative ones. For example, even though the divorce rate can be as high as 40%, most newlyweds predict their probability of getting divorced at 0%. 
chances are when you imagine your future, it's usually better than your current situation. Furthermore, we often imagine ourselves as being more intelligent, sociable, and honest than other people. When we look at the brain, we actually see the left half exhibits increased activity when imagining positive events, whereas during negative events, the right half's activity does increase, but to a much lesser degree. This suggests that the brain chooses to ignore and filter out negative information and focus on positivity. That was a video from ASAP Science on YouTube. If you like that, you can check it out on YouTube. Uh, so the video kind of talked more about um, the science. Yeah, the mm. are it they kind of broke up, um, brought it to is it nature versus nurture that causes you mm. to be a realist or idealist or in, yeah um, pessimism or optimism. optimism. Yeah, and I think it's funny because like uh, listening to it uh, and he's saying that research shows that most humans are like hardwired to be optimistic. I think that's really funny because I'm also like a uh, personality unicorn because I'm INTJ. And literally, like, literally less than 1% of women are INTJ. What? what? Uh, that's a personality type. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Um, so can you expand on that? There are a million quizzes online you can take. But um, basically, basically, it, like, breaks down, like, how you interact with, with people. Like, I is, like, introvert, and then N is, I forget. But it just describes, your like, how your outlook is and how your personality personality manifests itself. So... Wait, so it's just, it's something, you answer a few questions and it No, tells. it's not a few, it's like 150. Okay, so yeah. that, <laughs> it gives you what, what it thinks you are? Yeah, it gives you a personality type. There's a bunch, there's INTJ, there's, I mean, ENTJ, there's there's F something, FJT but something. It, there's a like, lot of personality types. I feel types. like that's, that's neg that affects the person negatively because when you take that test, it tells you this is what you are. For, and it doesn't really allow you to change. So, like, you see it, and you're like, okay, this this must be what I am, so I'm going to... Well, no. I mean, that video we just watched just told you that we're hardwired to be optimists. Uh, so... I, but it, but then it also talks about um, it's... We're, we're hardwired, but then it, it also brings the point of uh, is it nature, like, based on how you grew up or yeah. what happened in your life... Well, those probably, two different those two different things will affect how you your outlooks on uh, on life. Yeah, I think they're both equally equally like that, you yeah, know, they both equally contribute to who you are. But just think, okay, you've never read um read, you know, your horoscope which, you know, modern science will tell you is a bunch of hooey and just be like, "Yep, that's me." I just remember one time I was reading Essence and for uh it said for my sign it was like, "Oh, you know, you're looking forward to something you're really in positive spirits and it, it just said something about how like my money is my money and like my my parents money is my money too and i was like yep that's exactly how i feel <laughs> i was like that's me in a nutshell <laughs> so sometimes i just think that if you're reading it and you're like that's not me you know maybe you answered some questions you know because it does actually like situational questions you know like the the proverbial you know there are five people on a train track on one side and one person on the train track on the other kind of questions so things like you should answer honestly and not the way you think you should answer because if you're reading it and it's not like because when i read mine when i read the characteristics of a uh intj i was like yeah that's totally me in a nutshell yeah. word for word okay so for the train track thing so if you what would you do if uh you had to push Push someone on the track to save 
a large group of people or save that don't push that person and let that happen what, what would you do honestly <laughs> i'd be like i need some more parameters i'm like first of all why am i the one who has who's making this decision you're the closest i don't think to i'm that qualified i don't think i'm qualified <laughs> to make that decision you're the closest <laughs> to the person but um obviously i would probably end up killing that one person unless that one person was like I, I knew that they were like close to making the cure to cancer or something unless it was something the way the decision in the opposite direction i would just kill the one person okay because I, I i i've heard that well i've seen that people would rather pull a lever than to actually push someone like physically having to interact with the person to cause really? their, them harm well, yeah, obviously, it's just like what, no. What pull the lever. The lever itself will do the will do the action for you. Oh, that's it kind of it kind of separates you from people the... are weird. Because the <laughs> thing is, I would think if I had the option, I would definitely go out there and like push the person. Because then I could at least try and like pull the other people too. You know, because the tracks are I don't know how far apart they are. They're apart. The the parameters on the the question aren't that broad. But I would think that if I was running to go and save them, if I was pushing them, then I can go and try and at least save the other people rather than just the lever. Okay. Yeah. So speaking of you being a real uh, optimism and pessimism. Not, yeah. <laughs> so how, how how do you, how, what's your view on, on online dating with that? Oh, online date. Oh God. <laughs> to be honest, like. Are you, are uh, you, uh, do you have hope for it or do you I, think it's, it's. I don't know. To be honest, I think like, I think normal dating is skeevy and I think online dating is even skeevier. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because like the the, well, the time honored um, blind date, like is, oh my god, it's the worst thing ever. But bl um, internet dating is even worse because I mean, if you like, if my cousins or anyone is to be believed, they're like all the girls on the internet are dudes pretending to be girls, and if you're a girl, it's like all the dudes on the internet are skeevy perverts. Well, I I I feel like well from from the Pew research, it seems like. Prior to 2016, it was a stigma, and after that, about a quarter of uh, Americans are online do uh, participate in online dating, mm -hmm. and they find it to not be anything negative. Is I do you do you still hold the? I don't think it's negative. I just think it's even harder online because, like, it's like anything online, like social media or anything like that. There's people don't feel like a sense of accountability online. And so that's why um, guys are like, oh, well, you know, online, they're like, you know, you're having a conversation. It's the first time you ever talked and like halfway in, they say something very like raunchy, you know, like, oh, what are you wearing? And you're like, I don't know you, bro. Well, it's probably because it makes it online dating so accessible. So it's, so you could just pull out an, your phone or go on a computer and you have a white pool of people where it's a, you, you're not necessarily sure what they want, but I guess the the positive side of that is um, the sites that or apps that allow you to filter people out so that way you only, you get a narrow feel of it. Yeah, but we also should like preface that with the fact that if you want to do that, it's usually like a paid feature. It's not like something you can just do. And that's that goes into another reason why I don't like internet dating and I don't really think it's healthy is because how many online dating sites are used for dating rather than hooking up? Well, it, it's, 
I guess you have to you have to know where to go. Like the the website eHarmony claims it's for people who are looking for marriage mm. and say Tinder is just look you know you you know what you're getting with these two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you, it, depending on which one you go on, you know what you're getting into. Well, the thing is, like those two websites are not on even fielding. Even Tinder started as a quote unquote dating site, but people kept using it for hookups. So Tinder was like, "Well, we're gonna go where the money is, so we're gonna make it a hookup site and then add all these paid features." And then eHarmony is also just paid, so it's always like, yeah, but it's uh, still caught. You still have to pay to to go on a date. It still costs true. you. It's just a different way. Instead of you, uh, instead of you just going out and have going to a restaurant or whatever you're going, and then the cost is there. Uh, now you're just paying some, uh, paying someone a service fee for filtering out what you want, and then funneling that to you. Yeah, but then you also have to still pay for the date. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's but my it's thing. Is, a, I get what you're saying. It's like having a matchmaker. You know what I mean? In the old days, you'd pay some old lady in the village to like match you, match you with someone. But I don't know. I feel like it takes out the. You know what I mean? Because everyone thinks they know what they want, but they don't actually know what they want. So it's like saying, okay, I only want guys who are um, in the northeast region. region who are taller than 5'10", who have blue eyes and, you know, hop on one foot every Thursday. Like, I say I want that, right? But I don't actually know that I want that. And so being able to just filter out for that one type of person really actually limits the chance of you meeting the person you actually will click with. That's another positive side. If you keep filtering out, this is what you want, and then you you get it. You said no, this is really not what I want. So it gives you, it gives you an idea of saying, okay, I know what I don't want now. Pessimism. But what 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 I don't like about it is just uh, how accessible it is and how it's becoming a more of a order service, kind of like you go to Grubhub, you order your your food, and when you're done, you're done. You leave, and or you, I don't know. It's it's just too too accessible. Really? Because you were just saying that you were like, yeah, it's great. It's it's great that you have this this opportunity, but that doesn't mean it's good. It's a good thing for everybody. It's like some people would would like it because it allows them to do what they want, filter out what they want, and get specifically down to what they really want. Yeah. And others say, I I see this, but I don't really want to continue with this Mm. so it gives you it gives you two sides to it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i don't know i tried so i tried tinder for a while because my friend was like yeah why don't you use it and to be honest like it didn't really work for me because i guess like all the guys on there are like dude bros and they're all white and i'm just like i'm not interested in that (laughs) and you know what i mean i mean i i don't discriminate but that's also the thing. It's like me just looking at your picture is not enough. Like, you know what I mean? If the only thing on your profile is, you know, a picture of you in your, you know, and your yacht shoes with your bro friends who play rugby and in your profile, it just says, oh, go Patriots. You're a dude bro to me and I'm going to swipe left. So it just got really boring. And I was on uh, OkCupid, which is super notorious. It's so weird. I had a million messages, but like, I was getting messages from people like my profile was completely filled out because I'm that person, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm a whiskey enthusiast. And, you know, I 
am, you know, a bandwagon sports fan because Boston has the best sports teams. Woo! You know, go Patriots. Um, and everything. And I'm getting guys who are like from Weymouth. And if you're not from the Massachusetts or New England area, Weymouth is like the suburban hood. Yeah. And they haven't graduated from high school. They're unemployed. And they're trying to talk to me. And I'm like, are you joking right now? Like, for like, <laughs> okay. So that's what was happening. So I was like, this is useless. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. It, that's why I think it's bad because it's like, it gives people an avenue they wouldn't normally have. Like if we were on the street, I'm pretty sure that same dude from Weymouth would not, would not even ever come talk to me. And I'm not saying that, you know, he doesn't deserve to talk to me. I mean, he could try. I would have more respect for him because we're in person and he summed up that courage online. You don't need any courage, you know, cause if they ignore your message online, you haven't lost any face, you know, it's like, it's like alcohol for the internet. You know what I mean? It's like, digital courage honestly i feel like and, uh, it seems like everybody <laughs> i don't want to be rude but i'm like he had no business even thinking that he had a chance with me that sounds really messed up i know but i'm just like you're unemployed and then didn't graduate from high school and uh, just <laughs> what happened to uh behind every great man is a great woman yeah but i wouldn't get behind that guy that's the whole point yeah, I thought you. I thought I'm great. He's <laughs> he's pending. He's pending, and I'm great. Okay, so you swoop in when he's uh, when he's great. No, but that's the thing. Like he didn't have a plan. You know what I mean? Like, you know. Wait, he didn't have a plan. How do you know he'd have a plan? Did you? Because you should leave with that. The thing is, like, we have been doing this. We have been coupling together, and you know, having you know marriages like we do it now. Marriages where it's all emotional and between two people. You know, marriages as we do it now is between two people in the government and everything. And you're going to tell me that men uh, as a, as a gender group haven't learned that, you know, even though those are circumstances they built for themselves, men who are wealthy and have, you know, have businesses or work for good businesses, they get the woman they want. You know what I mean? It's like a fat guy talking about fat girls. And it's like, Oh, Oh my gosh. Like you should get in shape. Like women shouldn't live with that. And, and he, even though he's fat, he thinks he deserves to have who he wants. You know what I mean? And the thing is like, like, ugh, like if you should just leave with that, if, if you know what I mean? It's like, I don't think you should necessarily lead with that. Uh, it should be. Yeah. You don't, but, but okay. In a society where higher education is important or, you know, uh, success as we've talked about before is really important and it doesn't look like you're working towards any type of success and again that's an issue with the internet because okay he didn't put it on his profile but maybe if we were on the street and he saw me at the bus stop and he was like oh hey oh you look very nice today my name's eric you know he's like yeah I, you know i'm working on i'm i'm in employment right now but i'm working on um i don't even know i'm I, i'm gonna be an apprentice i'm gonna be a plumber and let let you guys know plumbers make a lot of money you know what i mean that's something different and it would have come up if we were person to person because if it's like oh you're unemployed ooh. wait you know? did, how, how did you know he was unemployed it said it okay and be, <laughs> did you did you have a conversation with him beyond looking no. at his profile no so if if he did if you don't have a conversation with him how do you know he's not working towards something i wouldn't but that's not my fault that's his fault why is that his fault? It's just like when you go to a matchmaker, the matchmaker asks you things about Wait, yourself. But you if, know what I if mean? you were doing this in person, right? Yeah. So 
you wouldn't you ask the questions that you want answers to? Sometimes, but like the unemployment thing, it's like, ooh, you don't want to be rude. You, they might be recently unemployed. It might be a sore spot. So it's like I'd rather them volunteer the information than me drag it out of them. If, okay. Because I'm saying if if they already put it out there, ask me about my unemployment. Come on, like come on. Okay. We we don't necessarily have to go deep, like say go straight to it, but you could lead lead the conversation that that way. But also, if you want to know like, more about, it, if you want to know what he's up to, you don't necessarily say talk about mm. the employment. And say, um, what are your hobbies? Like, what are you doing? Because sometimes people are really into their hobbies. Like the hobby, they may they may use it to make a little uh, income from that, and then their main job. So like, what what's their hobby? And then you get to know their hobby, and then you figure out, oh, what you could do this. You you give them some information and say. They didn't ever heard of the site Etsy, and you give him that, and he said, "Oh, I didn't think about that." And then they start working towards that, and say, "It's all about you." Do you know what we call that, David? What's that? Do you know what we call that? What's that? Idealism, optimism. I think we're all idealists, but we all we all kind of keep that behind. No, we are not all idealists. Like we okay. <laughs> let's say you have you you're working towards something. You think to yourself, "It would be great if this happens." But then you say it might not happen because of that, and then you go with that. But in the back of your head, you're still thinking it it could happen. What? <laughs> that was a little confusing. How? But just think, just think. Okay, right? You just you are going to work uh, to apply at ESPN, right? And you've worked at Nesson, which is New England's ESPN, right? And you've also worked at I, I don't know. Um, you had your own pirate station in your basement, right? What are you going to put first? You're going to put first that you worked at Nesson. You're going to put your 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 pirate radio station first. You're going to put Nesson well, first. Well, of course so, you're going to put Nesson first. Okay, exactly. So if you're going to write a profile and you want to hook up and or date and or marry a woman, you're not going to just put unemployed and then not follow that up. Because what woman wants to be with a man who's unemployed? Only because the pirate radio is... Yeah. There's no references. There's no way for them to to get back at it. It's just a hobby. So you put you could put that. You could put down. hobbies on your resume. Yeah, you you don't put that. You put you don't put that as your employer. You put that under other experiences or skills or uh, hobbies or whatever you want to put. You don't agree. Okay, fine. It's not pirate radio. You worked at. I don't know. An after-school program. Yeah, you with you, you kids put your most something. recent one on top. It doesn't matter. Let's well, say you did I'll, them at the I'll, same time, I'll, Tegan. I'll, uh, Let's say you I'll, were doing uh, it at the same time. Which one would you do first? You would do Nesson first because well, that proves that because Nesson is the most. I see we're not gonna agree on this, so we'll just move on from that. With internet dating, have have you tried it? No, I've not. Not ever. Nothing. Nope. nope. So I mean, like, what? I have no interest in it. Why? Because I have no interest in in the whole dating area. Tegan's like uh, at all. What, Tegan's mean, off that. Are you like a hermit? Are you like asexual? Tegan just does not participate. Um. Okay. I I, think, <laughs> I feel like you need to elaborate because. <laughs> no, I I just I have no interest in it, and I don't want to explore it. That's yeah. But I mean, like internet dating or dating in general. Dating in general, internet dating. It doesn't matter what it is. Why? I have no interest in it. How come? Cause I'm not interested. It's it doesn't it it's not it doesn't interest me at all. 
Okay. I rather so I just... rather travel, have uh, experiences, and kind of like yeah. But does, I rather have just dating someone hinder you from doing those things. No, I'd rather not involve in, in involve myself in that. I'd just rather have. I would rather just have a friend than anything else. Okay, when you say friend, like what does that encompass? Just a friend. Okay. Well, like I would describe a friend as someone who knows a lot about me, who I've done a lot of stuff with, who knows me, maybe has seen me partially nude once or twice, just, you know, because it happens sometimes. I just have nosy friends, guys. I have nosy friends. Um, None of that. Just a, a friend, like you have a best friend or you have a good friend. That's it. And and you like, have you always felt that way or? Yeah, it's, 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 I think it's something that I just prefer. Mm-hmm. It's like, we all have our own preferences. That's my preference. True, true, true. I personally don't believe in internet dating. I think it's silly and just not a great way to meet people because you, you're not really meeting the real person online. But I do believe in relationships and, well, the only thing we didn't we did touch on was people who meet uh, others playing. Let's say you playing words with friends or um, some other game that you guys kind of have conversation and you realize, oh, we're in the, we're in the same town. Like there's there's stories like that where people meet that way, yeah. which is more uh, I want to say genuine, but something more. Um, it's more akin to how we usually meet people. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people say. Uh, the the adage is that you usually meet your spouse at work. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's Ben TBD with Tegan and Leach. You can join us again anytime, guys. Say bye, Tegan. See ya. <laughs>